Worth Every Cent by Michael Fay, Paul Niehaus, and Christopher Blattman from Foreign Affairs. Michael Fay is co-founder of Give Directly and Segovia Technology. Paul Niehaus is associate professor of economics at the University of California, San Diego, and co-founder of Give Directly and Segovia Technology. Christopher Blattman is associate professor of political science and international affairs at Columbia University. In a foreign affairs article last year, we wrote what we hoped would be a provocative argument. Cash grants to the poor are as good as, or better than, many traditional forms of aid when it comes to reducing poverty. Cash grants are cheaper to administer and effective at giving recipients what they want rather than what experts think they need. That argument seems less radical by the day. Experimental impact evaluations continue to show strong results for cash grants, large or small. In August, David McKenzie of the World Bank reported results from a study of grants of $50,000 on average to entrepreneurs in Nigeria that showed large positive impacts on business creation, survival, profits, sales, and employment, including an increase of more than 20% in the likelihood of a firm having more than 10 employees. Also this year, Chris Blattman and Stefan Durkan, the chief economist at the United Kingdom's Department for International Development, found that $300 grants to young men and women in Ethiopia led them to start small enterprises, raised their incomes by one-third, and lowered by half the likelihood of them taking sweatshop jobs harmful to their health. With more research, the scale of these impacts will become clearer. But for now, the bottom line is clear. More cash is needed. As the body of empirical evidence supporting the value of cash transfers has grown, calls for increased use of such grants have also multiplied to the point that some are calling cash a fad. In an assessment of cash transfers, World Bank President Jim Kim has said that the results have been astounding. The United Kingdom's Department for International Development convened a panel in which two of us participated to study the use of cash in humanitarian contexts. The panel's top recommendation? Give more unconditional cash transfers. Another was to systematically analyze and benchmark other humanitarian responses against cash. In fact, the 2015 Conservative Party Manifesto itself includes a commitment to help people in the UK give or lend money directly to individuals and entrepreneurs around the world. But if there is a fad here, it is to talk about giving money to the poor. Action lags behind. The Overseas Development Institute estimates, for example, that at most, 6% of humanitarian assistance is delivered in the form of cash transfers. And even this figure is potentially inflated, as some organizations report vouchers for in-kind goods, such as livestock or food, as cash-based assistance. Although systematic data are lacking, the proportion is unlikely to be higher for other forms of official aid or charitable giving. For all the broad support for cash transfers, not that much cash is being transferred. From Theory to Reality To be sure, the transition to cash 
poses logistical challenges. It requires locating millions of people who live in remote or unstable parts of the world and who hold limited identifying documents, registering them with financial institutions and paying them. Things can easily go wrong. India, Indonesia, and Sri Lanka have all seen high-profile attempts to give cash grants falter after logistical problems, in some cases with serious political ramifications. To avoid such setbacks, governments and NGOs need to invest in skilled management and in scalable technical tools to support these programs. This is what led two of us to co-found Segovia Technology to create high-quality technology for the management of these programs. But the deeper challenge involves the way the development sector funds aid to begin with. Cash fits everywhere and...